0: Ready is relentless Ready is fearless Ready is fearing no foe Ready for the next level? Renew your season ticket now and support Rangers into season 2021 Prices are frozen for next season and the renewals deadline is extended Visit rangers.co.uk slash renew to secure your season ticket today Always Rangers, always loyal Good
1: okay. afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the next episode of The Bears Corner. Um, my name's Scott Gray. Today I'm joined with Calum, who's a regular on the Bears Corner and who's obviously our, our blogger as well. And we're also joined by Willie Day, who's um stepping in because Baz is working so Molly um, we'll be on and on and off it as well throughout the the course of the, of the Bears Corner. So, afternoon lads, how we doing?
2: Not bad, good man. Not bad.
1: Good, Callum, are all right. Oh, not bad. Ready to go. House things up, up your way, with the man it's who nice, washes though. his. I oh, see the man who washes his cell. He washes his face with with bees, bumblebees, and wash Johnny <laughs> Hayes coming back up there. How... All right.
3: <laughs> Hopefully, when I see him, he's streets, like.
1: Aberdeen's about to get uglier again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, so, not an exciting happening, no. no, though. There never is. No, Honestly, there never is. <laughs> Quality. Well, this week we obviously had Rangers going about their business again quietly and efficiently, and to getting a sniffy it until the man's actually standing there with a the jersey on. And obviously, we signed John McLaughlin. As, what I would say is he will be back up to McGregor, but he's a decent backup. Um, for us to have he can certainly be relied upon I think certainly I, I remember him at Hearts more but I have um, my partner's family are quite big Sunderland fans some of them and he's gutted that John McLaughlin's left um, Sunderland he wanted him to stay there so I think that speaks volumes for maybe the guy's ability you know and, and how well he's done doing there but Calvin, have you managed to see any John McLaughlin even at Hearts or Sunderland? Oh, you know, I do remember him briefly from
3: Hearts but definitely for Sunderland he was quite an important player for them and that's you know we're, we've done all right there, getting them for free. They were, obviously, we were rumored. It looked like we were going to go for Haladki, but we we went for a keeper who, honestly, I think he could probably push McGregor. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's. I think he made he made about thirty, thirty appearances last season. You can see the twenty-seven goals in a Sunderland team that that are struggling just now. So he seems to be an all-right keeper, Um and. However long he's here for, if he's still here next year and the year after, you know, it's another experienced keeper who can work with the younger keepers.
1: Yeah. So I think we've done all right there. Yeah. Father, what's your thoughts on, on John uh, McLaughlin as a goalie?
2: Th- I've the biggest the biggest thing about uh, McLaughlin that I oh, hang on a no, Go for. It. Uh, well that the thing about McLaughlin that you obviously. Sent me a text about it, and it was a Wednesday, signed Tuesday
1: Tuesday.
2: I was really surprised because we, we spoke a wee bit before it about the. It came right out of the blue, which is another thing that's quite a, a positive about the way that Rangers are operating at the moment as well. But I, with that season I had at Hearts, um, for all i never seen them much outside the, the games against us and obviously the Edinburgh Derbies. I think I think it says a lot for a goalkeeper if because they got a couple of doings off of us that season, despite how poor we were. And mm-hmm. um, I think it says a lot for a goalkeeper if he still stands out. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it did stand out quite well. I right. right. also see from as well, judging by Sunderland till I die, that's about as much I've seen us Sunderland the last <laughs> couple of seasons. But that first season, uh, the keepers were absolutely dreadful. Right. So, and yeah, I didn't I didn't see him. Anywhere near as bad as James. So, yeah. but looking at him today and his his career, I didn't realise he's actually his career beforehand was all doing south. Uh, I, I hadn't really heard them before he went to Hearts. I don't think. No, I, I hadn't either. Um, no. But he, he's got quite a few hundred games under his belt and decent leagues. Well, and I think actually, as Callum said, it's 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 really a case that we genuinely got a, a goalkeeper there that well keep McGregor on his toes. Mm-hmm.
1: And for... I, I just love how they keep saying oh, Scottish National Goalkeeper, Scottish National That'll change now. No, he's saying for you're not a Scottish National Goalkeeper anyway, mate. Sorry, <laughs> you're <laughs> into <No>. National Careers no deed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like as much. <laughs> but no, he's he's a, he, a, as far as I can remember, he's a, a really, really, you know, Strong goalkeeper that will be enabled back up to McGregor and, as you say, push him. Also, we talked to Graham Smith on the podcast. I think the plan is to really have McCrory step in there and at some point it become the Rangers' number one. But McCrory has to go, and he done it at Livy towards the end of last year, and, and he was doing really, really well, and he was became their number one. But he has to go and show for full season that he can be the number one at Premier League club and cope with it, you know, and then the challenge for him is to come back and show they can be a Rangers goalkeeper because you can play against Livy up against Celtic Rangers and be in action for 80 minutes of the game roughly you know what I mean and then you can come to Rangers and only be in action for five minutes you've got to be able to hold that mentality
2: That's my only concern I think about signing like, a like uh, McLaughlin because which, which then what is the plan with McCrory because I would have thought definitely the the, my only concern about the uh, the McLaughlin signing is, I, I kind of worry that it's maybe wasted money in a sense because it's you know if you're thinking about as you've of as you've said Scott Robbie McCrory, that's the that's the guy that I think that we're banking on being the replacement yeah. for McGregor. So you you kind of think to yourself, I feel as though Rangers have done this a few times over the last couple of years, maybe pointless, no pointless signings but money that could have been best spent elsewhere you know that's a really good backup to have mm-hmm. and I was pleased with it as I say because I think it will keep him on his toes but Andy Firth maybe have been already there for a season until such times as, as Robbie McCoy is ready. Maybe Robbie McCoy won't be ready as soon as that but it's just a it's a question I think that needs to be asked. I hope it's no wasting money.
3: Scott said a minute ago that, you know, they can, you can have 10 minutes where you're absolutely full on and then 85 minutes or 80 minutes where, where you're, you've are you got nothing to do. But the thing is that when a Rangers goalkeeper is busy, do you know what I mean? They're busy. So, like, who would we say, would, one of our most important players last season would be McGregor? So, it's got to be that player who can – It's it is, it's a mindset thing, I think, because it's easy – for any footballer, it doesn't matter what position, I'd probably say, especially a keeper, if you're standing there doing nothing for half an hour, just to completely lose focus. And that's one of the reasons I liked Fodringham. I thought he didn't. I thought he wasn't like that. I thought he was quite switched on all the time. Um, so it's, there's a lot more than just ability that McCrory needs to go out and improve this season, I think. And in regards to the financial aspect, I think we got him on a three, I think. Is that right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: And I would hope... I wouldn't have thought his wages would be extortionate. I thought Fodring would would have taken a decent wage. And McLaughlin what's he thirty one? I thought I didn't think he would be on astronomical wages. So Especially to Sunderland.
1: Sunderland aren't really flush, to be honest, when you think about it.
3: I, there'll be a lot in the
1: championship
3: for them because they're a big Aye. club. But on, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to be ridiculous fees. Aye. So I, I, I'm quite happy with it. I, I did want okay, I thought he's a, he's a brilliant keeper last season, and because if you've got a keeper that good that you know do you know what I mean it's quite, it's quite a shock when you go for someone that maybe your fans don't know but Aye. yeah, he's a decent he's a
1: decent well the poll you've done on Twitter uh, Callum on the the Twitter page uh, about John McLaughlin a few people had said about McCrory would be the backup McCrory would be the backup I don't see the benefit of having McCrory sitting on a bench for the year because he's not going to house McGregor this year so I really don't see the point in that I think McGregor has to go out and play games Ernie Stripes come back and then who knows when Alan McGregor will decide time's, time's up you know I, I think if we went out and won the league this year maybe McGregor would be made inclined to go right might be time soon to call a halt, but I think until we get that league back I don't think McGregor's got any plans to retire no. anytime soon you know I think he's he's, he's
2: very much here for the, till we get that title It's yeah. actually really, sorry Calm. it's actually a really good point that you made Calum, Um when you think it like that because it's that's something that I've I've been worried about for, for the last two seasons is about McGregor getting injured because I, I did like Borlingham. I I, although I'm saying about the, it might be uh, money that could be better spent elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I think I would, if something was to happen to McGregor, because I agree with you, Robbie McCrory does need to go out. But if he's not going to play here, I would agree that he was playing somewhere else. And I think I would be a wee bit nervous if we were to be one of our backup goalkeepers. Whereas you've not, I've, I don't feel it that way. McLaughlin, we know exactly what he's capable of, and we know what he'll bring to the team.
1: He's a, uh, he's, I seen on Twitter the other day McGregor's save against St Johnston last year. where a boy just he does it right in front of him. <laughs> McGregor just makes himself so big and just manages to, but I don't know how he does it, but he manages to just palm it, but just uh, by the by the post and I was like, what is it the, to be so brave there was also one on for 2002 I don't know if it was Stevie Miller's uh, Rangers archive page but for 2002 McGregor it was the May I think was it, it was the May I think of the lovingcrans goal in the, the cup final I'm sure I that was a following season I can't even um, and he makes the same save roughly against him firmly as a young goalkeeper and he just jumps out and makes himself mm-hmm. so big and I don't know. It's just they, they say you need to be crazy to be a goalkeeper. And I think McGregor falls into that bracket. <laughs> you know he's half seed at times, but he's tremendous to to have between the sticks. Man, he's he's so reassuring when when this team's coming
2: through, and you think he he could be he'll he save it. Sorry, he'll save it. Would you argue that that's probably been the best signing that Gerard's made?
1: Certainly would be up there. I for me, I would say, Calum, what do you think?
3: I think I've always said this, and I think I said that a few, a few podcasts ago. I I think the way we think of Fodringham nowadays is a testament to how good McGregor is. Because <clears throat> before McGregor came in, Fodringham was one of my favourite Rangers players. I thought he was that good. I would always argue with my pals I'd say he's the best goalkeeper in the league, maybe close by Joe Lewis. That's what I would say. Mm. And then he came in and we've kind of pushed him to the side. Because it was no contest. You know that McGregor comes in and McGregor plays. But it just shows you that I remember this game. I think it was in the cup. I can't remember what it was. I was at a pub watching it somewhere. And McGregor was banned or something like that. Probably not injured. I'm sure he was banned. And Fodringham came in and everybody was like, oh, a bit nervous about this. And I'm thinking, he's a brilliant keeper. We're we're so lucky to be in a position where, you know, we've got two keepers. Or we've got a, a keeper in Fodringham who's that good. But he's just not as good as our first team goalkeeper. So I I, um, I was sad to see Fordinum go. Um, right. but if we were gonna you know, replace him, you need to replace him with a, a player who's just gonna he's not gonna be phased with the fact he's not gonna get game time. He's just gonna come in and put in amazing performances and I think I think we've probably
1: got that. So we well, you find our, our rivals across the city are fighting and with hearts financially mm. to try and keep a hold of Craig Gordon, which is just mad when you think about it. You know, they've asked Craig Gordon to take an eighty percent wage cut. And we've been out and we've signed a decent standard goalkeeper as our backup. You know, I think now things are looking positive for Rangers. I are really digging into the new season. I don't really think that we're... I mean, what was it, 38,000 season tickets or something like that sold already? We don't actually know if we'll attend a game. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other club in the world that you get even close to that, to be quite honest, in any sort of regard, in any circumstances, never mind during a pandemic where... We are not sure if we will get into a game this side at Christmas. And then even after that, we don't know. Hopefully things are looking a wee bit clearer now. And, and it looks a bit positive that maybe Rangers will get fans back in in some capacity. Whether it's a reduced capacity, I don't know. But, hey, it's an exciting time. And I understand when Gerard gave his interview the other day on Rangers TV, a lot of people said... Gerard was echoing it It's exciting times to be the club and a lot of people say well they're fed up with the words now we need to see the actions we need to see that it's an exciting time to be a part of the club we need to see trophies come back and i completely agree yeah but i, th- I think allowing them to build i think we've done the correct i think we've done the right thing because you you sack him you bring in another manager they'll rip me up and start again so you know what i mean i think we really need to back the guy and see where it takes us because there's no doubt in his potential there's no doubt in his ability and we were talking about it last night Calm, a wee bit we obviously we'll touch on Liverpool a wee bit I'm sure every Rangers supporter is, is pleased in some capacity regardless of who you are our leaders you're English team but it's pleased for Steven Gerrard and, and his Liverpool the team that he supports uh, ending the 30 years of hurt and, and clinching the title last night so <laughs> we were saying last night that we just hope that Gerrard come May this year or June this year Gerrard's a champion in his own right way, us and we're sitting there at 55, and he said, let the party begin. I can promise you, Stephen, the party will be nothing like 55. <laughs> I can promise that. <laughs> you know? just something that, you know,
3: yeah, as you said, I am glad they let him build, because the reason I'm... I think it would be quite easy to get disheartened. It's another year, do you know what I mean? Yep. But the reason that I'm so optimistic is because... We've. I feel like we've gone about everything the right way so far. The transfers that that we're making. You know, I I said at the beginning that I don't think this is a time that we need to be another rebuild, another rebuild. We need to be taking in, you know, squad players here and there. We need to replace the players that we've lost first of all, and we've done that. Holiday, Flanagan, and Fodringham. You know, they've been replaced by two players. We've got ourselves a left back. We've got ourselves a keeper. But now we need to be bringing in those players that are going to complement the players that we've already got. And if we bring in players good enough to get into the starting 11, that's going to push whoever's already in the starting 11 onto the bench, and that'll make our bench better as well. Do you know what I mean? We don't need to be going out and buying another 10 or 15 sort of players. We need to be going in and buying more expensive, higher-quality players, just three, four of them. And this, this is the kind of difference. Like a, a huge rebuild, 15, 16 players, that's rarely going to win you a league. Do you know what I mean? That's the start of a rebuild. I think we're getting towards the end of it now. Yep. We're getting towards the, the bigger part of the rebuild, which is more money on players, better
1: players. And they're the type of players that are going to win this league. It's, um, it's talking about maybe Nathaniel Klein as well, we haven't been released yeah. uh, for Liverpool, which I think is somebody who challenges staff. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. I'd,
3: I... That's not one I can see. I would like to think that it would happen because be, I think that would be a class signing. At least not his injury problems, whatever. But I, there's a lot of people calling for Jack to be captain, to have to be either sold, benched, or even pushed up. I think he's irreplaceable in Gerard's eyes. I honestly do. And as much as I'd love to see another player coming in and at least making him sweat a bit, I, I don't know if I can see that.
1: I'll your sure thoughts on possibly, obviously. What I said before about Gerard and the rebuilding side of things, and maybe even Nathaniel
2: Klein very similar uh, to what you guys are saying. I, th- it's, I think with with the way that we went after January, and you think about, you start thinking about which went wrong or, or, or what what could we could do to improve it. I think the players individually, for a lot of them, I think they're they're good players. They're Good enough players, and actually, when it comes back to that that issue that we've we've had for it feels like forever now, it's it's the mentality thing, and it? it's that it's the it's the games where when we, if we look at the look at Celtic as much as it pains me to see it, they're the ones that can just grind out the results when they're not playing very well. Just about the the a lot of the players are good enough. I look at you look at it, and I mean. Yeah, as you say, Tav. Your back four, your your midfielders, Cam- Camara, Jack, Davis. These we've seen what these guys can do. We know what they can do. Scott Arfield, but as I say, it's just it's just getting over that line. And with our rivals across the city. They're they're the ones that can that can grind out the results when that have really been the difference. Because it's not been the big, it's not been the Celtic games. It's not been the, the Old Firm's. We've seen what we can do in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just I don't know, it's it's hard. It's we've certainly we've as you said, we've got i probably a big enough squad to deal with it as well. So just three or four signs of quality. Started at a good start in regards to Haji. Me personally, I would be basing everything around him. That's who I would be. We've spoken about that.
1: that, Callum, as well. We've met myself and you and Baz. I've spoken yeah. about that, but I don't feel as though we use Hadji in the correct manner at times, and no. I think yeah. we should be building everything around about Janis Hadji because oh, he is
2: that good. I'd be, I'd have him. I'd like to see him in the centre of the park, um, just sort of, just behind the striker, just sort of dictating things, maybe, and I no, I think, just basically taking responsibility away from him. Aye. Giving him a, a job that he's good at, and, and getting the players around him to do things instead of him, you know, uh-huh. and we'll see how it goes. And Nathaniel Klein, I think I last I read, I thought he was well over the wrong, the wrong side of 30, but he's, no, oh, I think he is actually 30. I that think right? he's just,
1: just 30, huh?
2: I'm probably the same as Calm. I, I kind of see that one happening, I think he's maybe got he a few offers down there. and. And obviously injuries, but Martin, I think he would still have a, a good career in there. But hey, yeah, it's it's definitely something I'd like to see. I think I think Tav needs that, um, as you said, that bit of competition Again, similar to McGregor just to keep up on his toes.
1: Uh, and I remember seeing somewhere guys that somebody, had, and I can't remember for life who it was in the club, but somebody had said that we prefer to be chasing and leading. And I just can't deal with that. I'm sorry that at Rangers, we need to be leading. We need to be the club that can get into this and stay there. You know, be relentless. You get two points ahead of them. You go out the next week, you go five points ahead of them before they play and you put pressure on them and you just win at all costs. That's all that matters. I go back to it. I've said that a million times. All I heard about in Celtic, Tom and Burnham's is how good they played, how well they played. As far as I'm concerned, they never really won anything. At Rangers, we won stuff and it doesn't matter how you play football. for me, it's all about winning. I'll watch another game to be entertained. It doesn't matter. I just want to see my team win and win it all course. And that's it. There's Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Bruce Dortmund. You name the, the clubs out there that you can watch and be entertained and sit and go, wow. Liverpool, we were talking about, for instance. I don't need Rangers to be that. I just need Rangers to win. And that's that's it for me. But Callum, I know I'm going to bring you in here because I know you wanted to make make a point about Hadji and that again because we, we have spoken about him. Well, going back to him, obviously, we spoke about him a
3: couple of weeks ago. I think he, for me, has got that mentality as well. So it links in. well. You see him, I've said this last week or the week before or whatever, you see him when he's not on the ball, he's screaming, he's got his hands up. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? He he wants to drive us forward. He's not one of these back passers, oh, where's my centre half? Where's my keeper? No, he wants to take the ball, drive forward. And if I was if I was Gerard, the next time he drew a renewal, I would sit him down, I'd say, write a number on the page and write me five names who he wants us to bring in. Do you know what I mean? He's the type of player i want to in the middle and then we'll go from there. He definitely he's my favourite Rangers player just now, just because of the the mentality. The
1: fact that he's absolutely amazing doesn't doesn't hurt i like that as well. This pre season, uh, as well, though, obviously we would usually go abroad, but obviously I don't think that would be happening. But I would have Hadji and Morelos together all the time through pre season. Yeah. And I would have them yeah. just behind Morelos in the team because they two need to, to link, they two need to, to strike up some sort of bond. Get them in the same room, get them in a bunk bed. You know what I mean? They need to be.
0: Honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get them cuddling, get them at night and see what he's <laughs> 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 that's,
3: that's
1: like a player that against Braga
3: I don't want to I don't want to uplift one player by you know spitting on another player but I don't think without Haji's mentality we maybe would have won that obviously his ability as well helped us win it but he's that type of player you're 2-0 down and you're not out do you know what I mean And how many yeah. times have you been 2-0 down to a team that's nowhere near the quality of Braga Aye.
2: that's, that's you funny know. you've brought that up count because that's exactly the forward on for the point you just made there that that bragger game, it's easy to forget. That I thought the first half he was terrible that night. <laughs> <was really> poor. <laughs> and I think that's just an our our sign his mentality. See when you get a, you can get a player that can that can drag themselves out of a bad performance like that and turn it into what was in that case a match winning performance. That's that's a guy's that's the sort of guys we're screaming out for. It's not it's not about it's not about ability really at this moment in time to get us through that line. It's about we need more guys that have got that sort of way of thinking when they're on the park, and that—that mm. that, as I say earlier on, that's that's a good start having a guy like him in the and the
1: team. Hopefully, I'm we'll having twelve games in the Premier League as well before or twelve appearances for Raiders, Sorry, he knows he does know what it's all about now, and he'll know what to expect for the Scottish game as well—the the, the kind of hustle and later, the kicking and screaming. You know, well, he'll soon he'll know enough.
2: Set it soon enough one of the the first games, Scott. Um, I don't know if it was the house game, but he get clattered as well in the first 10, 10,
1: 15
2: minutes, two or three times. And I remember him getting straight back up, and he looked like it was it was gunning for whoever it was that had uh, had a goal. You know, and that straight, straight away that just that impressed me right through off. About I Aye. suppose Aye. you should be surprised. Aye. I mean, I seen the for the first time the other day. I seen the goal at the the. I don't. Know, was it under twenty ones? Oh, it's, I think it was I don't know if it was against England i or no but it's it's her beauty you know it's just uh, him and just reading about how good he was at tournament we've really we've, I think we've won a watch and I, I hope that the, the recruitment for the rest of the summer can follow suit alright uh, else you should you
3: add? no I think that, that's a good point about um, his mentality as well because we've had plenty of players throughout the years who are not technically the best footballers but you would mention as being your favourites just because they love that. And I think that Hadji would love that, that idea of him being in the middle of the park and people saying, right, he's the one we need to go for. Do you know what I mean? He would love that. Just being able to be that one in the middle who's driving us forward. And for everybody to be tackling him, he gets straight back up, as you say. He's not one of these sort of rolling around on the floor. And he's not one that that lets his head drop because we have had plenty of players like that that we can see a goal and they point at one another, they just, they totally, you can, see, you can honestly see the confidence drain from them, but I feel right. like that's probably the time where he shines the most, do you know what I mean, when we're maybe up against it, and how many, how many players, I would, I would take a full team of those players that, that just want to be fighting for something.
1: There's just some I feel we're well, too nice. <laughs> And I think we need a bad bastard, for the one a better word, in the middle of the park. A right bad bastard that's just going to go and stick his boot into somebody. I love a player like that. And I think, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, it's, maybe it can as, I suppose what's the words, maybe it shows my own, maybe inefficiencies and in, in being able to actually be a silky football player It was me, I'll just straight rattle him, you know, But <laughs> but that's just, that's just, me, I just think we need that as a as a club at times, and and I'm hoping that Gerard's got that there as well. Because I know we do have Jack, but Jack's Jack's a good football player as well, you know. Jack's not just all about doing people. Jack's a really really good football player, and I, I'd like to see us get somebody that would maybe be a wee bit just hard, you know, mentally tough, and just stick a boot in when it needs to be when it needs to be put in. Stop the stop counter attacks, etc. And and take the pressure off our centre half a wee bit because they've been under a wee bit of spotlight this year, as we've mentioned. Eh, Conor Goldstein. A wee bit of stick. Nico's been in the team. Obviously, big hillander has been injured. George Edmondson's coming in as well. But I just, I don't know. I just think there's just that one wee spark, that one wee missing bit of the puzzle that we just kind of get right. The new. I'm hoping this is the year that we, that we put it right, and and hopefully we're all celebrating in Monday Night Pod next year after we clinch fifty five.
3: We'll give uh, Kevin Thompson a phone.
1: Oh, see, see if I play like Kevin Thompson, dear oh dear man. Wow. Wow, I would,
3: I would search the earth for like Kevin Thompson just now because
1: you know that it would fit well. Do
3: you know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying I need a full team of bad bastards. I just say right. that I need to just get red cards every single game. But I'm just. You, you need that sometimes, don't you? Aye.
1: Plus, I mean, you Thompson's that. retired now as well, so we going get sent out a lot now, Kevin Thompson. He had an <laughs> from that guy. No, yeah. he did have an answer for him. But, moving on a wee bit to the younger players, obviously we've seen Stephen Kelly this, this week sign a new deal, a new long-term deal, which is really, really positive news for the club, because I don't know if any of you have seen his performances for there, but he's been pretty decent. Um, and he's moved to Ross County on loan, which I think is massive for him, because like Ross McCrory, it's making that step up to the Premier League now. And it's shown that, you know I mean. I, don't, I hate praising them, but they've done it for years with I Christie, etc., that they send them to SPL teams because it can, a, it can damage us. You
0: know what yeah. I
1: mean? When we're playing against them and also it can affect, it, it brings them on at the, at the level that they need to play at. So I believe Stephen Kelly going to Ross County will be a really, really good move for them. They're a decent, a decent, uh, not bad wee side that, you know, try to play football the right way. There is times when they, when they can obviously, and they know the limitations against us, etc., and, and Celtic, but, they do try and play the right way and I think it'll be positive for Stephen Kelly. This year I'm worried about youngsters coming in because the pressure is going to be incredible this year. Now what might help is obviously the closed doors thing behind closed doors thing it might help maybe less pressure on them a wee bit because they've not got a crowd there but bleeding youngsters this year is going to be extremely hard for, for Stephen Gerrard and there's so much at stake that you wouldn't want to see a youngster ruined. You know? So I think Stephen Kelly going out on loan and we've got an option to bring him back in January if, if we choose to take that up and, and Stephen I suppose would have a say in that as well. But I don't know, what do you think about the, obviously signing a deal, Cal, long term and the move to Ross County?
3: I think it shows you the way that he's thought of around around here, because I think we're quite brutal with our youth players. Um we've we've always had a good youth academy, but these days we we don't hand anyone anything. Do you know what no. I mean? They have to really earn it. And there's players that we've released that are actually really good players, um, and that just shows you the mentality around the camp that only the very best that's in the that's in the youth squad will make it. And um, so it'll show you, it'll show you a lot. It's not gonna, just going to show you his ability; it's going to show you his mentality. It's going to show you his technical ability, obviously as well. Um, because I've I have always been a fan of Stephen Kelly. He does look like the, the right kind of player. Um, so this, is, this will be his, his most important season. And we were speaking about that a few weeks ago, saying that it's not the right season to, to bring them in. Um, there's players in our first 11, like it or not, who are probably not going to do themselves a lot of justice at times over the next season because the pressure is just going to be that high. Do you know what I mean? They're, honestly, it's, it's going to be ridiculous. Ibrox at times, you know what it's like, even against a lower league side, so so now it's it's going to be cranked up right, to the, and you'll get you'll get the best at certain players, i.e. Barisic. You know, we we gave him weeks of hours, and he's he's come back. Probably our top three and our best players, in my opinion, absolutely an incredible player. Yeah. So, but if you are young, you know what I mean? It's not. It's maybe not the right time to be
1: <laughs> to be
3: close to that.
1: I know. I know. It's it's hard, but well, have you seen any hey, Stephen Kelly? Because obviously this year that it will be hard, you know, and it's, but he's probably done the right thing moving on on loan.
2: It's uh, I was the the point at Calbade was absolutely spot on to what I was I was thinking about it um, about the they don't we don't give very much these days, and that's because of the, the standard of the, the academy for the last couple of seasons is basically skyrocketed, in, in my opinion, it's yeah, it's yeah. so high now, and but you've also. He's went he's he's went here United and he's actually he's played a he's played effectively for the whole season. I think he's played I thirty three appearances this year and five goals. So it's not like it, that's that's even more impressive than I would have expected uh, for a guy like him. I would I would have been impressed if he'd went here and he played half of the games. But it seems that he's he's went there and and he's became a mainstay in the team, and that that can only benefit for us. And as you say, if if he's moving to Ross County, he's obviously got his new contract and moving to Ross County. If he goes and does it again there, it just shows his adaptability and going to different environments. And, of course, it's a different, it's a really different environment. It's a really different aspect coming back here and doing it for us. But you've got a few players there that you actually, you believe that and you hope that they they will do it because, there was a few years there where I felt it was, there was maybe no enough prospects for a team like ours that we should have. I think it, it also goes on to the, the boy James Graham as well. Aye. Aye. I think that, that he, I'm, I'm signing, there way so much interest that there supposedly was for a couple of clubs down south. I think that says a lot about the academy as well and the way it's running yeah. and the sort yeah. of standards we've got. It's...
3: It's interesting you, you went with the adaptability, because that's something that I've not really thought about as much. The fact that he's played at air, he's, playing, he's going to play now at Ross County. That's two different systems. I, I don't know how Ross County play. I don't know how air play, to be honest. <laughs> I watch Ross <laughs> County against us, whatever. But two different systems, and that's the type of thing that will make any player better. Do you know what I mean? He's working in two completely different environments. He'll come back with a separate set of skills from both teams. And if he's asked to play a certain way, he will be safe with Ross McCrory. Ross McCrory is going to come back, whether he'll get his shot in or around the first game, I don't know. But he's he's gone away as a defensive midfielder. He's come back a right-back, a defensive midfielder and a centre-back. Do you know what I mean? He's,
1: yeah.
3: That that sort of um, one experience of first-team football to just versatility is invaluable. So if we if we are up against a team who... You know they're chucking ten behind the ball, whatever. And we ask Stephen Kelly to play a different way, then he's more likely to do that, having played in two different systems before coming to us. So I, th-
1: I think he'll take the league a wee bit of a surprise. They haven't seen, and I've not seen an extensive amount of footage of Stephen Kelly. But for what we have seen, I think he'll take the league a wee bit by surprise because he's different to what we're used to in Scotland. You know, it's not just hustle and bustle. Technically, he's very very good, and hopefully. <clears throat> where I'm going up there and getting that platform of Premier League football and the exposure that comes with that in terms of obviously highlight shows every week etc you're obviously in the Championship You're a, it's, there's no much there you know apart from when Rangers were in the league it's not really talked about now things like that so I think you know, the increased exposure I think will also spur Stephen Kelly on because it'll be like well this is an advert for him to show Stephen Gerrard just what he can do at the level that we're playing it and albeit an aside side that's vastly reduced in quality compared to the one that he'd be playing in for Rangers. He's a player that I would like to see come into as a uh, come into his team and be given a chance, as I said. It's hard this year due to the circumstances that are going to surround the season and we all know what that's we all know what that's going to be. It is going to be kind of health and leather a wee bit um and hopefully we come out and talk. But it's it's just one of these things for him that if he goes out and does it elsewhere then I think it's certainly with Gerard as well because I don't believe Gerard would, would be the type that wouldn't give him his chance. He has given a lot of young players the, the chance, even if it's just 10 minutes here or there. He's a believer in that. You know, He's came through a youth academy himself. He was a youth coach at Liverpool too. I really do think that he he will give them the chance if if they show that they're ready to take it. And I don't believe ageing in that will be of... I mean, I only wish we Billy Gilmore when, when Steven Gerrard was there. Yeah,
3: because I think,
1: yeah, I think yeah. Billy, Billy Gilmore coming into your team in the Rulakoum when they on night there, came on last night for Chelsea. First thing he intercepts the ball from Man City and pings about forty yard pass. It's just yeah. absolutely unbelievable, man. And I think we we need somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, like,
2: a, it's a testament to, to to um, it's a testament how he's played this season as well. Stephen Kelly, that because he's got a full season under his belt. Ross County, will be, they'll be they've they've actually got that. They've looked at it and went just rather than coming out of cold for for youth football and I'm being basically farmed out, if that's what you want to call it, be us, to somewhere. They can actually look at his his performances for a and go, right, this is a guy that's going that we believe can step up to this level and, and do something for us. So that's where you get a benefit as well, for uh, your side there. carbs. are you
3: ready to say there? No, it was just interesting that you said, you know, he's the type of manager to give him his chance, because I think we're lucky in that. <laughs> Let me think. Okay. Um, no, it's interesting that you say that, you know, we've got a manager who will give him that chance, because there are teams out there, massive teams, who have got managers that just aren't willing to look below their first team. We see that. Um, I think Barcelona are a team just now. They've got one of the best youth academies in the world. They are renowned for the players that have come through, but their coach last season, Ernesto Valverde, was dead set on not giving a single minute to anyone from there, from their youth academy. And these are players that would come into loads of other teams and get into the starting lineup. Do you know? So it's it it shouldn't be overlooked how important it is to have a manager like Steven Gerrard, who's quite happy to look into that sort of youth academy. As you say, I only only wish we did have Billy Gilmore when Stephen Jenner was here. Um, Another thing that I do like about the youth academy just now is that we're actually looking elsewhere for players to come into our youth academy, rather than just promoting within. Um, And that—that's another good sign. We're looking at the, especially in this country, we've been linked with players out with this country as well, which is even better, you'd say. Um, But in this country, we shouldn't be allowing other teams, smaller teams you would say, to have amazing players come through their academy, come up, score against us. We we shouldn't be allowing that. We should be looking at all of their youth academies, thinking, right, he's good, we can get him. we've done that there with um with the, the Ross County lad. What's his and name again? James Graham. James Graham. We went to another boy in Blackpool. He's I think he's from their youth academy as well. I think his name's Tony Tony
1: Weston, something uh-huh. like that. Um so, yeah. And it's Charlie it, Lindsay, remember, as well, Faye. Yeah, of course, Northern I. Ireland that came over as well. So, there is there's a few in there, the right the, the, the young boys that we've signed this year that. Oh, you, you know
3: been, what I mean? Just like,
1: what you're the here and now is the
3: most important for us just now. Uh-huh. Next season is the most important probably we'll ever have. But after that, I don't know about you two, but I'm not happy going back to being second after this season. If we win the title this season, we keep going. And
1: signing. Good youth prospects will help us do that. I've said that a million times. There's no point in stopping 10 in a row if if they're going to come back and win the next three. There's absolutely zero point in that. As as hard as that sounds and as hard as that is to take as a Rangers supporter, there's no point. as well, winning it this year and going on a run ourselves, you know what I mean? And and inevitably we'll all lose Steven Gerrard at some point. But I just hope he gets... Because how far he's taking us right now is frightening. The only thing that is missing as a trophy and obviously we would say the league title because it's the biggest but really that's the only thing that's missing the job that he's done you think for the 15th of June was it 2018 he officially started the pre-season as a as Rangers an manager and from where we were when he walked in that door to where we the now is absolutely night and day and the guy deserves tremendous credit for it
3: and the best thing about it is that whenever we go after Stephen Jenner, whenever he, whenever he goes whenever he leaves it's it's set up a sort of foundation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've had managers in before him, rebuild after rebuild after rebuild. Warburton was given the longest time with an actual season in the Premier League. Yeah. And he might have just been starting to lay the foundations for his for the end of his rebuild, but he never quite got there. Stephen Gerrard has come in. He's brought in his own group of players. He's gotten rid of the players he wasn't like, and Whatever happens after this season, do you know what I mean? We have, we've definitely got to where we need to be for just now.
1: Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to add to that?
2: No, oh, you're spot on there. Um, I've I've told you before, Scott, about the the concerns I've had about about Gerard as much as I as I really like him. But I I think that, as Calm said, can't kind of be denied. I think he, the last couple of appointments, by the time that it's the shit's hit the fan and it's it's all went, it's things have been just completely all over the place. It seems to be, it feels as though all the way through the club. But whatever happens at the end of this season, and that's, a, that's, that's a conversation we'll have when we know. Right. Hopefully we're not having that conversation. But right. the, whatever whatever was to happen, if that was to be the case, I think there's, there's a lot more stability. There's a lot better idea of who would be still there moving forward. And, and I'd, I'd hope there would be a lot better idea of what we would be looking for after that because of, what Gerrard's set up, and that might be know exactly what we need. Because right. even that aspect, we've it's just we've not even known where to go next a lot of times. <laughs> and actually, into that, the foundations have been built, and hopefully. But before before all that, I hope it, he's a guy that, that's still living. I hope we don't even need to, need to worry about that. Right.
1: Moving on, obviously, I, I say to him on Twitter that a game we mentioned because he won more competition, so. Uh, at Dougie seventy two on Twitter, he won our Sandy Jardin uh, competition last week. Uh, we Andy the photo doctor, and I think I know you've bought one of Andy's. Um
2: I did die. I did the. It must be. It must be for the the the, the gates. The uh-huh. stairway nineteen, I think it is on it. Um, coloured and it must be for the sixties or some sixties or seventies or something. The photo so I've seen a
1: bit it's outstanding
2: it's beautiful, man. beautiful. <laughs> So, he, obviously,
1: seventy two, he's 72, he won the competition. I've, I've, I have hope that his stuff's on, on the way, obviously, because I, I, I passed over to Andy and, and given the climate that we're in now, I think there'll be things that'll, that'll take his time, but he'll get there. And um, I, I know he was delighted with it, but also we need to look forward to the games this weekend. Again, England have set the the example for Oyes by being able to bring their football back. We touched a wee bit earlier, but I'll echo it again. Congratulations to Liverpool winning the, the Premier League title after 30 years, winning it on the park. How a league title should be won. We need asterisks next to their name to say that it was COVID 19 that won it. Um, I'm delighted for them, delighted for Stephen Gerrard. As much as my persuasion doing South is Chelsea, Chelsea obviously have a hand in and Chelsea do that quite a lot, actually. They have a hand in handing all the teams the title. Should have done it with Leicester as well. Chelsea, that's, they seem to be their, their kings, you know. He do that for, for for our clubs South. So I'm hoping that um, Stevie G and the Rangers squad to give you a wee bit of inspiration for that, and and we can can look forward this year um, to hopefully having having the same fate. But I think tomorrow is it Aston Villa Wolves. I think tomorrow, mm-hmm. I um, tomorrow. again. echoing with our partnership with Betbull. If you go to our website, battlefieldpod.co.uk, click the link. You can sign up and get up to 100 pounds worth of free bets. Last week I was absolutely hopeless. Cupen first game, I think it was Leicester Watford, bust. Took Leicester to win. Watford score was at the last kick of the ball. Cupen's gone in the first game, so I'll echo that again. Never ever follow my bets because they're horrendous, and I can't I can't get any winners at all. And I've never had a winner. I don't think about three years. So don't follow me for bets. Follow somebody else. But certainly sign up to BetBull get on it and it really is. It's quite a good react to go on. It's quite fun. Um when the fun stops, stop. That's what they say, when it? Winners know when it stops what bull say. I say I don't know when it stops. 'cause I'm no winner. So just <laughs> keep going just keep going with it guys and see if we can get a see if we can get a winner somewhere. But Calum you had a you had a, a watch at it this, this weekend in the Premier League or have you seen any yeah do wee go to Bitbull stuff yet?
3: I did I. I had a had a watch at the match last night obviously and I um I have put on a few things for this weekend. So it was um what have I got on? See so it was Aston Villa at home to Wolves and Watford at home to Southampton. The Watford Southampton game could be pretty good. Both are in quite poor form. Southampton have lost two one to Burnley, um and Watford drew one one to Brighton and then lost three to Man United. But that's like a almost a kind of relegation kind of battle. They're fifteenth and sixteenth. I would think that Southampton would win that one. And then you've got um Aston Villa and Wolves. That's quite obviously, I'd, I'd think that would be I will go away and yeah. away with on that one. Um, but, yeah, so I, I was watching some of the games last night. Liverpool, or last week, sorry, Liverpool were, they're just amazing, aren't they? Oh,
1: they're brilliant just,
2: to watch. It's
1: brilliant. More watch. great goals. Ah, uh, um, But guys, if listening to this, just killing it up, I'll be if listening to this, certainly if you're listening on Apple, leave a wee review, us a kind of there's obviously out of five stars now. You see the Rangers crest that Callum's got on there that's got five stars on it. So it's a Rangers thing. You would want to put five stars on it if, if it was me, but hey-ho. Um, and Also, if there's anyone that wants to wants us to discuss next week on the Bears Corner, get in touch with us on social media. Go to our website, send us an email, and we'll try and cover as much as we can because obviously, close season, are trying your best with bits and bobs for Rangers, but Rangers are like... Some form of secret agency, the new and there is nothing. There's nothing coming out, which is great. We shouldn't be complaining about that, I suppose. So, any else to any two you want to add before we kind of finish up? Some with blogs. If you want a blog written, let me know because it's dry. <laughs> it's it's hard to do until we start <laughs> signing players again and until we start start playing. You know, it's it hard. But we are doing this remember when people usually have downtime.
2: Mm-hmm. I would just like to mention that if. if anybody's not seen it. There's a wee video uh, Steven Gerrard and he gets in contact with a, an 88-year-old season ticket holder and he's speaking to him and his wife and it's just its a great wee video. He gets a, he gets a wee lesson about the iron curtain and that as well. So, it's pretty good. That's
3: Steven, the kind thing yeah. apart from most other clubs. Do you know what I mean? We're, it's much more than a football club. To many people it means a, an awful lot. So, something like that from someone as big as Steven Gerrard it's Someone did you remember forever? Is it?
2: Well, yeah. even even that guy at uh, eight, 88, years of age, he, when he, when the video first comes up, you see he, his face lights up, getting to speak to, <laughs> to, to Gerard, you know. So, <laughs> that's so but uh, it's it's a wee bit with well, a wee bit light and in info, but as so I say, I'm not complaining. We know who who would really get the the news off it of when it comes, and yep. that's actually why it's working at the moment. So, hope it continue. Yeah, and hopefully I'll can stop my wee lassie here hugging me a <laughs> every time I come to do these things making me concentration but no it's been good lads teach her about the club and we'll have our own
1: she might have more sense than us
2: <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> right well lads thanks very much it's been good to catch up we I'll catch you again next week alrighty yeah. cheers, cheers. cheers.